0: We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rails, off the rails.
1: And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast that's rarely recorded, has two uninformed guys, and there's something else after that. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome
0: William! Hey, 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 Douglas, it's good to have us back again. <laughs> it's, very, it's very exciting.
1: It's very exciting. I've already screwed up on the intro. I was yeah. on full screen. My goddamn computer next exit full screen so I could see my notes. I don't know how to edit on this goddamn riverbend software that we're using. We're off. To a good start already.
0: All right, let's go. And Doug, hey, it's been two weeks since our last podcast, so I think we're getting some consistency in there for our New Year's resolution. Yeah, that's con- pretty, it's pretty impressive. Pretty good. Uh, uh, I'm my, my understanding is that the uh, last sound quality was horrendous, though.
1: Yes, and I'm already noticing that when you uh, start to speak or I'm speaking at the same time, you're cutting out on me. So I'm hoping for the best already. Oh boy fantastic William uh you don't have a beverage with you today. why is this?
0: Well uh, I'm still in uh, it's dry January Douglas I'm still we it's went ahead F- February we, we moved it to a new month It's now dry February Douglas
1: No I'm not no we're not clapping who's clapping why are we clapping?
0: We're going on I do have a uh, hydration multiple water pack
1: No that doesn't count. What does what? that even mean?
0: I don't know. Uh, it's, it has um, uh, what magnesium with it helps you with the uh, hydration situation. Um, uh, and how's it a multi pack? What is that? What did I say multi pack?
1: You said something about some sort of
0: pack. Well, it comes in a it comes in a box of like eight packs, but I'm just drinking one pack at a time. Are these are these
1: uh, the powdered things you put inside of your water?
0: Yes, that's correct. That's what it is. Is it flavored? It is flavored, lemon lime. Is it? What's the brand? Ooh, I don't know that one. I don't know that. I don't. I don't have the actual pack in front of me, Douglas. Does it taste kind of salty? Yes, yes. Salt is part of the uh, package. Salt is part of the sale. That is correct. Yeah,
1: I yeah. got one of those. I gotta hydrate water thingy shit's terrible it tastes like salt water
0: that's yeah, good it's good salt is salt is in, in 2023 douglas <laughs> oh, i still have one
1: upstairs but maybe i'll have to i don't want to not be in yeah you gotta be in you gotta I'm keep still, up so 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 dry january it it the, it has a rollover option
0: there is a rollover option uh you can either call it dry january or you can also call it sober curious and with sober curious you can go ahead and move forward into the next month you don't have to end just when the calendar hits february 1st you can keep going you can keep going oh didn't know that so it was so successful
1: and you enjoyed it so much that you said man let's just let's just
0: ride this wave of positivity into february Ride the wave, absolutely. Ride the wave where it takes me, as Pearl Jam would sing. And uh, we're gonna just go ahead. I don't like, you know, I don't like the winter months. It's not a good time to drink, in my opinion. I prefer oh. my drinks in the summer, the spring, early fall. I I can do without alcohol in, in January and February. Those uh, in my power rankings, Doug. Those are my t- Those are at number eleven and twelve in my favorite months of the year.
1: Yeah. Oh, your power rankings are favorite months in the year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, can we go ahead and get the full uh, power ranking since we've oh, got yeah. to eleven and twelve? Well, we
0: can, we start at twelve. It's February. It's a shit month. Thankfully, the one blessing it has is that it's twenty eight days. I appreciate that. That almost gets it to number eleven. But I hate January so much uh, that uh, I don't. There's what am I trying to say? January's eleventh. It does come in before February. The thing about February that I hate the most is that. It's just so dark and gloomy. It's it feels like it seems like it's the coldest month in Arkansas. I don't. There's probably no facts behind that. I just hate it. I hate everything about February. Um, and there's just there's no days off in February, Doug. There's no holidays, so it's just Mm -hmm. a month. You're just Mm -hmm. you're just the grind, you know. Number eleven is January. Again, it's the whole cold, the darkness, the gloom. You don't see the sunshine. It's that whole thing. Uh, You know, you kind of are okay with December because work isn't as serious as the rest of the months. But then January, you start to ramp up at the workplace again, and everybody's back at work. No vacations left. I just don't like January at all. Now, if we go to the top of the list, Doug, my favorite month happens to be July. It's the summertime. You got 4th of July, probably my favorite holiday. Uh, Summer blockbuster movies. Concerts out the wazoo at the outdoors. Nothing better than an outdoor concert. Love July. Second month, Doug. Uh, number two on the power rankings would be March uh, a lot of great things happening about March spring eternal hope spring eternal you know that's when spring starts uh, also that's where you got your uh, the spring forward time I think that's ending at some point point. I don't know for sure but I think that's ending where we're not gonna do that anymore but I love everything about March we're all some anniversaries also in March pearls birthdays in March there's some good birthdays celebration it's starting to get some some I you know and then another thing I don't go to concerts in the winter time so March is my reach re- up to concerts mm. uh, live music so we're back in there number three doug would be september love september it's a great month get into the fall type of weather it's a summer and a fall type of weather there, it can be 90 degrees on one day it can yeah. be 70 degrees on the next day i love that so you got yeah. college football you got pro football uh you got the football act. school's back in session who doesn't love it when school goes back in session even though i'm 44 i don't even i don't i have nothing to do with school anymore in my right. life at all right. it's still kind of cool just to see all the kids and the whatnots and and mm. bouts. Going out and about. And uh, that goes us to number four. I'm just going to stop at number four. August, another great month. uh Now we're in the dog days of summer. That's why it's not up there in the top three. Dog days of summer, that's pretty rough. It's 105 degrees every single day. You think you like the summertime until you get that for 31 days straight. And then you know, at the end of August, you're like, oh man, I can't wait till September's here. And that's why it falls behind September in the rankings. But uh, August, still, you got the concerts going on. Uh, wow. Great. Concerts and uh, outdoor concerts again, it's a lot it's very similar to July and September, uh, but it's just too hot, that's why it kind of falls short there. At the number four ranking,
1: all right. All right, I uh I approve, <laughs> I approve of that list. I think that's a pretty good list. I thought that was well thought out, mm-hmm. uh, explained well. Uh, I can see why those are your favorite, uh. And least favorite months of the year based on your descriptions, uh, I approve. I approve. That was good. I I appreciated that, William. Uh, real quickly, I do have a, a drink. I'm gonna knock this out real fast because we're gonna keep this podcast at approximately forty five minutes. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> forty five minutes last time. <coughs> That's right,
1: forty five minutes. I've got a cut water pina colada. I have Ooh. not had this yet. It's been in my fridge for probably almost half a year. Thirteen percent. Nice. Um here we go. I've I've I i have i do not know that I'm a fan of the cutwaters as much as I thought I was. Here we what? go. Let's pop this up. I'll explain. Uh, okay, let's, yeah,
0: we went uh we went to Wright's barbecue last night and uh they have those communal tables where you sit and so you sit with strangers. And uh, one of the people next to us was drinking the cutwater margarita and boy was I jealous.
1: Communal tables tables where you sit with strangers, huh? So it's just a, like a, a real long table like okay, yeah. yours in
0: area like at the high school junior high elementary school yeah that's one of those things did you have
1: anybody sitting in your immediate proximity
0: no 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 there were it was me and the wife were at the end and then uh, a a group of three sat down at the other end so there's we had three or four seats between us
1: have you been there when it was more busy and you did have immediate neighbors
0: uh, I don't think so. I mean, Eric and I are pretty. I mean, we're we're pretty observant when we want to eat uh, and not include strangers. Uh, yeah. So we we were there early enough, and we usually go early enough to where we it's not a packed house in that in that place. Which I hear it, it usually is a packed house. but No, we we haven't had to experience that. If house. if you got there, um,
1: and then immediately following your arrival, so you got there, it wasn't very crowded. You guys got the end seats at the table just where you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you, you, you like right when you sit down, boom, it starts getting busy, starts yeah. progressing. Um, and let's say that you've got probably some empty space at the table, but some yahoos decide to post up immediately right next to you guys. Oh, um, what's your mindset going into that? And is there any form of communication had on your part?
0: No, I just, I'm, Eric and I are probably going to lock in, uh, lock eyes, and we're going to know that we need to eat quick. Uh, We need to eat quick, keep conversation short, uh, get the food food down, let's get up and get out of here and let's go somewhere else. Uh, I mean, there's, there's not a lot else we can do about it. Uh, We can't get up. We're too nice to do that. We're not going to get up and go somewhere else. That's rude that you were inconsiderate of us. It's like, you know, when you're, when you're in the bathroom, someone gets in the urinal right next to you when you got 15 urinals. What are you doing? Like I can't do it. I can't zip up at that point and go to another urinal. I gotta I gotta finish the stream. And it's I mean, it's the same thing with eating. We just gotta we gotta get in, get out, lock eyes, make sure we're communicating effectively, but not saying anything because we wanna yeah. keep the conversation short. We can keep we can get the conversation going back in the car. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're getting out of there as quick as possible. No doubt. Yeah,
1: yeah. so you notice immediately that are doing that, you guys have that immediate where you both look at each other and you're both saying, These motherfuckers, yeah, this is some yeah. bullshit. What the fuck? And you guys know, let's wrap it up, we gotta go. All right, I yeah. like it.
0: That's what we've been on the same team for a while, so we 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 kind of have an understanding when we see each other. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. You guys
1: have been uh, you've been together long enough to know. Here we go. Pina colada, thirteen percent cut water. Let's give it a shot. It is. Uh... Oh, I thought it said bold something that doesn't. Here we go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's not terrible. It's not great. I'm not a big fan of um, pina colada. I guess. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't, this isn't a favorite of mine. 13%, you can't go wrong there. Come on. I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'll finish it. I'll never drink it again, though. Um, I knew going into it, Pina Colada, it's not my cup of tea, it's not my, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of the Pina Colada.
0: There's the Pina Colada songs. If you're gonna drink a Pina Colada. Isn't that a song? That's a song. There's Pina Colada songs. No, isn't there's a
1: two Pina Coladas.
0: There
1: you go. One for each hand. Let's sit sail with Captain Morgan. Here we'll never leave dry land.
0: That's it. That's it. Good job. Yeah. That's it. Um, 13%, Thirteen percent, it's it's what? It's a four dollar can. Am I right about that? Somewhere in the range. Yeah, it's, I think point? they're like
1: three fifty, three forty nine, four dollars. Yeah, under four.
0: Thirteen percent—that's pretty good. You know, I was at the liquor store uh, yesterday, Douglas. I got the—we uh, finished uh, up the Mark Filmography. We got the—we uh, got the Mark Wahlberg tequila. What
1: What is the Mark Wahlberg tequila?
0: Hold on, it's a Spanish word, and I can't, I can't say it. I gotta look it up. Hold on, I just saw on Wall Street. He has his own reality show, you know. Wall Street. He was doing a. He was meeting with the George Clooney tequila people. Uh, I saw about that about.
1: episode. It's uh, okay, so I did see this. It's two young, uh, two guys, family tequila. Uh, I've seen that episode. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just could not remember the name Fletcher, of it. Fletcher Azul. Fletcher Azul. Fletcher Azul. Yes. Yeah. So you guys, uh, in celebration of wrapping up, and I have uh, the fact that you guys have watched all of the Marky Mark movies. That's on our OTR shared doc uh, that I wanted to talk about. Um, Dry January, sober February, dry February, you guys felt the need after you finished watching all of the Marky Mark movies. To go buy his tequila while it was still fresh on your mind in celebration. Look forward to having this in the warmer months. Well, I, I mean, Erica's not doing the dry January. Dry. Family. Oh, yeah, she's she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she's good. good. Good for her. Good for her. Did she enjoy the tequila? Uh,
0: we haven't tried it yet. Uh, she. We just got it yesterday. Haven't hasn't been open yet. I, we got some limes last night. So I, I think there may be a, a a tasting today. A taste. Did you get the
1: uh, the añejo? Did you get the darker one? Did you get the clear one? It's the, it's the darker one. It's it's brown. The oh, good. I think it's a good choice. That's a good choice. Well, I look forward to your review on that. Um, gotcha. Let me guess at the price of that bottle. Oh, um, do uh, let's. See. So that's going to be a premium vodka, obviously, if it's Marky. Mark's Pretty put lucky. his name on it. So yeah. I've got you
0: at forty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. So much better than what Erica's guess was. I was like, Yeah, there's no way Marky Mark's gonna be twenty-five dollars. Forty five dollars is closer, but not quite. Up higher. It's higher, yes. Sixty-five dollars. Yeah, That's right around there. It was it was sixty bucks.
1: Sixty bucks. All right. Well this shit better be good then. That better be good. Marky Mark, you guys have done every single Marky Mark movie that he has ever made. That's impressive. How long did it take you to do that? And now what?
0: Yeah, we started in October 2020. So it it took over two years to get through the entire collection. We had two kids. In the meantime, we started with zero. uh, So Mark Wahlberg did the work. Did the work there. Um, we, We did take a really lengthy break, I think, after Pearl was born um but yeah 53 movies so it was really good I Erica had originally because I was shutting out new ideas because the last movie we saw was Basketball Diaries which is starring Leonardo DiCaprio I was like we should just go right into DiCaprio film oh I like we're not, it we're not doing this again we're not doing this again and so I, was, I thought it was over I thought it was gonna be a one and done but she's starting to come around again she she sent me the uh the filmography of a uh Brendan Fraser yesterday. So it looks oh. like we're going down that looks like we're going down that list now.
1: I don't feel that's probably uh probably a good call. I can't imagine
0: his uh his is very very long, is it? Oh it's, it's pretty long. It's uh let me see forty one movies. Not as not as lengthy as Marky Mark. He took wow. a little break there after the uh after the uh what what were those? The mummies? He took a good break after the mummies. Uh but forty one's a lot. So it'll be it'll be a watch. But I'm looking forward to. It. I love some Brendan Fraser. He's great. He is great. Let's. I'm curious. I'm jumping
1: on the IMDb right now. Um, I didn't realize he was in that many movies. Brendan Fraser. Brent, seriously, come on. You guys know what I mean. Just, just because I spelled his first name wrong, you know who I want. I don't even spell Brendan. God dang it. Oh, just forget it. I don't even care anymore.
0: Well, Doug, I have the list. If you need me to tell you the list, I have it right in front of me. Erica sent me, like I said, Erica sent me the entire list. So I can go ahead and list off some of these films if you'd like to hear them.
1: Oh, that'd be great if you do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So uh, these are in order. His first movie was Encino Man with Polly Shore. Uh, Then you got School Ties, 20 Bucks, Younger and Younger, With Honors, Airheads, The Scout. The Passion of Darkly Noon, Mrs. Winterborn, The Twilight of the Gods Still Breathing, Georgia the Jungle. Uh, that was a flop. Um, the Mummy, Dudley Do-Right, Bedazzled, uh, The Mummy Returns, Revenge of the Mummy. So we've got a good Mummy trilogy there. Journey to the End of the World, The Last Time, The Air I Breathe, Journey to the Center of the Earth, uh, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon. And then at the end, we got The Well, uh, which I think he's nominated for. Plus, no sudden move. The secret of karma. Line of descent. The poison rose. That's that's a good uh, list right there. A lot of those haven't heard of. No clue.
1: That is a large list, and yes, I have not heard. I got seventy eight acting credits on IMDb, but I guess that doesn't count. That's not the same. That's
0: seventy eight. You gotta make sure you're only on the actor list, and then anything that's like uncredited or just a bit part, we take out all of those. Gotcha. That is a lot. I'm not familiar with very many of
1: those. I look forward to That's a good one. I like that. I think Leo would have been better. I would have. But uh, Brendan, that's good. That's all right. All right. I approve. I approve once again.
0: All right, man. That's a lot of approval.
1: Speaking of uh, nothing that we've been speaking of uh, so far, um, yep. books, book reading, uh our our (laughs) i can't think our new year's resolutions to read yeah i heard on no judgments here the other podcast that you do with our friend mike uh Mm -hmm. it's a podcast about music music news music tours music reviews all things music um i listened to that episode your latest episode 71 yesterday on spotify and i heard that you have been reading successfully Mm -hmm. is
0: that correct yeah i i read my first book, 10 pages a day, like we discussed on our last pod. Uh, finished it up in, what, 21 days or whatever it was. A Pearl gem book. It was a great book, great read. And we moved on to a next book, uh, Pearl Gem 20. We're on, to, we're on a little Pearl gem kick with our book reading. And, and now I'm on Pearl Gem 20 is a little slower. Uh, I've missed quite a few days. We're going to try to get back on track. What I did, I made a mistake. I read the first book, was going 10 pages a day. Got a little cocky, decided I was going to do 15 pages a day Ooh. with PJ Twenty. And it's really thrown me off. I'm, I'm struggling so far, but we're going to get back on track. I, I have not been
1: as successful as, as you have with the uh, reading 10 pages a day. Uh, I haven't read. I didn't start reading anything until Friday. Okay. Um, I started reading a book. Uh, my uh, uh, coworker, my boss coworker, Nate, bought me a book called Pick Up the Phone and Sell. Nice. Um, and he got it autographed by the author, Alex mm. Goldvane, Goldwane, Goldvane, fane uh, mm-hmm. with a nice little autograph that says, To Doug, mm-hmm. be bold. Nice. Alex Goldfane. Uh pick up the phone and sell. Um, I I chuckled and said, Well, I'm never gonna read that book, and then somebody, a couple people made the suggestion. Well, you should read it on the clock since it was provided to you by your boss. Um, mm. And he wants you to read the book and quite possibly he's going to buy the same book. And then we, he wants to discuss uh, what mm. we've learned from this book.
0: Um, Basically, a book report. It's like a project.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a, a work book club slash mm. book report. Um, I wasn't going to read it, but then somebody made the suggestion that I read it while it works. So now... I am going to start each and every one of my days getting paid to read uh, this book. And I read 15, I don't remember, is it 15 or 18 pages on Friday? I'm on chapter four already of Pick Up the Phone and Sell. Um, So I will not be doing the every single day reading, but I will go Monday through Friday getting paid
0: to read to start my day Mm. moving forward. Well, oh, that makes sense. I think that you know, I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, did he tell you there was a reason why he gave you the book? Well, um, in cells, and he is in cells,
1: and he thinks that he's very proactive and constantly uh, learning, constantly bettering yourself, constantly improving. Um, there's always information out there that you can gain to improve your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, he came across this book he asks me quite often when we speak have i read this have i read that he's quite the reader um, i am not but he purchased yeah. the book and uh so i'm going to read it on the on the clock
0: and and i'm sorry how how far are you into it so far
1: i i just started friday i'm at the beginning of chapter 4 which i think is either 15 or
0: 18 pages deep just to make sure you're on chapter four, and that is page fifteen. I just want to make sure I understand correctly. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it's chapter. Well, I mean, technically, it starts on here. Chapter, chapter page. 10, but... It actually says it's page twenty-four, but really, I mean, the first page is is page four.
0: You know what I mean? So yeah. each uh, each page is its own chapter. <laughs>
1: Chapter one was uh, one, chapter one, let's see how many pages that was. One, two, three, four pages. Chapter two is one, two, th- three with a graph, a chart on one page. And chapter three is one, two, three and a half pages. So, how many, yeah. Chapters, yeah, and yeah, very quick chapters. Quick read. There are 177 chapters in this book. I exaggerate for a fact, that's just because we joked about how short the chapters are. I believe there are 38 chapters in Pick Up the Phone and Sell by Alex Goldfain, Wall Street Journal best selling author of Five Minute Selling. That's nice. the book I want. Let's do just the five minute. I bet kind of, that yeah. book's a lot shorter.
0: I would think so. It would have to be pretty short, right? I mean, it's got to be real efficient. It can't take weeks to read a book about how to sell in five minutes, right? I mean, I you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It shouldn't be. We're going to have
1: to look that one up. I'm now yeah. curious how large uh, the book Five Minute Selling is. Something else I learned on Off the... Or excuse me. We're Off the Rails. No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music news, music tours, and everything music related. Um that uh mr Shoki is moving to minnesota i believe this weekend he's gone he, he's gone he's in the process he's going up there first the family's staying behind while he finds a place to live mm-hmm. um, and i learned that they call things hot dishes not casseroles <laughs> that's what i know about minnesota i know that it's very cold in minnesota and instead of being a uh, tater tot casserole, they would offer you a tater tot hot dish.
0: Yeah. I think that I I think they're just wanting something to be hot there. There's nothing hot about Minnesota. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Minnesota, Minnesota. Moving. Uh,
1: if, if I was three, moving to Minnesota, that would be strike one on reasons I don't want to be there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would not want to move to Minnesota in the winter time for sure. Um, I would want it to be July, June, July, August in that time frame. Give me like five months to enjoy Minnesota uh, until the winter comes, because I'm not going to enjoy any of that right now. Oof! Uh, Speaking of not enjoying weather, you guys had a terrible ice storm, did you not? It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. uh, I got to work from home for four days out of the week. It was, it was freezing, freezing cold, freezing cold. It was very Nebraska like. Uh, we didn't get as much ice and snow as predicted uh, but it started earlier than it was supposed to and it it stuck around much longer than i was thinking so yes it it definitely cripples the uh the area
1: i absolutely that's the one thing i hated about living in the south during the winter is just ice yeah the fucking ice storms are the worst i absolutely despise them does the wife get a little possibly upset with you um because you are lucky enough to be able to work from home and I don't get the sense that she's able to work from home doing what she oh, nice. does. Absolutely. So she would have to venture out on the mean streets, the icy streets of Northwest Arkansas to go to work in the morning while you got to stay home in the warmth of your house to do homeworking. Was there a little bit of maybe resentment as she left the house?
0: Uh, there's a lot of resentment. To <laughs> it's not just due to the cold and the ice. There's, there's a lot of resentment about mm-hmm. how my job goes versus how her job goes to say the least. Okay. All right.
1: Um, another thing I, uh, that I thought was fun to hear on uh, uh, No Judgments Here, a podcast that you do with Mike, it's a, it's a podcast about music, music news, uh, music tours, and all things music-related. Um, he said that while listening to OTR Off the Rails with Will and Doug, that he came up with a new game idea that he thought was going to sweep the nation, take Storm, might possibly be the best game segment ever created. But for some reason, he couldn't remember what it was.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he was driving, and he thought of uh, about this game. Thought it'd be great. Thought he should go ahead and bring it up on the pod, even though he, there was no resolution to what he thought about. Um, and I haven't heard anything about it since then. Uh, so it it's dead. It's dead <laughs> in the world. I
1: just I found it just hilariously amazing and fantastic that he described it as such an, just just such a great game show. Uh, But there's no memory of what the fuck the game show was whatsoever. But boy, he knew it was going to be a winner. He knew it was good. But it just didn't, it didn't stay locked in the vault. Uh, So I question of how good of a winner it would have been. But man, oh man, I hope that he comes up with it. I hope he figures it out. I hope he's racking his brain on that drive to Minnesota, or while he was in Minnesota, while he's got some downtime in Minnesota, do you think that he'll start talking with the long, uh, oh, Minnesota, Minnesota?
0: I uh, I certainly hope so. I mean, if there's one good thing to come out of this, on top of yeah. his new career and and new life in Minnesota, uh, is yeah, that's the accent to go with it. And I, I should notice know. this is too. I'm just now noticing this. I'm looking at Spotify. We recorded a new episode this week. It's not up on the Spotify yet. Oh, man, we're, he's he's a he's a he's days behind. Days oh, wow. behind. At this point, so this yeah. is seven, seven one episode you're talking about—that's two episodes ago. At this point, some of the stuff you're telling me is almost like it's brand new information. I'm having to remember in my memory uh, that we talked about this stuff.
1: I love. I still, uh, uh, you know, and I'm sorry that I've I canceled on the. Uh, I stopped doing the five minutes of hip hop, but there's still. I feel like somehow I I need to get in i love listening on the on episode 71 you guys did the uh you guys did the lineup for what what was what bonnaroo and uh the one in california coachella yeah and uh coachella and you guys knock off a bunch of names and i think it was the one in coachella that you guys went on a a, i think it was you because you mispronounced toby uh in guyway's name um who's a rapper slash singer great artist Uh, there's a lot of hip-hop acts on there that you guys have absolutely no clue about. You name some pretty big names in rap and hip-hop that, uh, and then when you guys are done, you're like, never heard of any of these people. I don't
0: know. Yeah, we are Clueless Coachella lineup. Absolutely. Not in our wheelhouse at all. No chance. Yeah,
1: one of the days, I think it was like Friday or Saturday. How many days is Coachella? Three? Four? Three days three days so it was the middle day so i think saturday had a pretty good lineup that i was like "Ooh, that's a good lineup and when you guys were done it was like i don't know who any of these people are (laughs) that's i thought that was hilarious um quick question have you guys do you know who teddy swims is
0: uh i know of the name teddy swims but that's it i know nothing else outside the name teddy swims i've heard the name i don't know the music Teddy
1: Swims in 2022 Spotify wrap-up, he was either my number one or number two most listened artist in 2022 Uh, for me personally. I absolutely love Teddy Swims,
0: and I think you guys should listen to Teddy Swims. Well, maybe we'll give it a shot. I mean, who are we to say no to uh, a music uh, reference? And uh, the Grammys are tonight, Douglas, by the way, speaking of all this music mm-hmm. stuff. They are. It's recording on the DVR. I'm looking forward to watching
1: that this evening when I get home from the bar. Um, that should be entertaining. Good luck to my boy MGK winning in the Best Rock, Best Alternative, Best...
0: It's possible that award's already been named. Some
1: of one of those categories? Yeah, you're right. It Maybe it has. Uh, yeah. No, it's only like one, almost what, two o'clock there. Um, But uh, speaking of MGK, I am pissed off at MGK. I'm not happy with MGK. You know, I love MGK. You know that I support MGK and you know that I defend MGK, Mm -hmm. but I'm not happy with MGK. And he's currently on my shit list. And I hope that he possibly trips on his way to the car tonight, but not enough that he's scared. I don't want him to hurt his britches or hurt himself but I do want him to maybe trip on the way to the car. He uh, is, summer's over, right? It's pretty official. Summer has come and gone. We are knee deep in the winter time. Summer of 2022, you mean? Uh, this Yes, summer of 2022. I'm pretty sure that he promised, that he absolutely promised that if his tickets to my downfall, was that his last, uh, the last, mainstream sellout was that the last album that when the last album came out that if it went number one Uh and i believe that if it went number one in america and in europe or somewhere else if it went number one that he would guarantee promise a rap a rap album by Uh the end of the summer
0: Uh there's no rap album from mgk yet well i mean it sounds to me like it didn't happen right
1: it's it well it obviously didn't happen. There's no dropping of a rap album yet since his last album.
0: Was well, he not met even?
1: Him. I'm yeah. mad that there's no rap album. He promised oh. a rap album by the end of summer, and there's no goddamn rap album.
0: No, he promised a rap album if something happened, and it sounds like that something did not happen, right? It did. No, my
1: bad. Let me back that up. It 100 percent did happen. Oh, okay. he
0: did go number one.
1: Uh, he debuted at number one, or stayed number one, hit number one. He hit the goal. Uh, okay. he just hasn't followed through on his promise. Hence gotcha. my anger.
0: Okay, I get you. I got you. I follow. I understand now. Well, you know,
1: another reason I don't like this pina colada because it's a milky white. Uh, yeah. and and when I look at it, I want uh white Russian, but whenever I take a pull, I don't get white Russian. Mm, I love some white Russians.
0: Yeah, I could understand that disappointment for sure. Um another thing
1: that I got on our list to talk about what's one what of what's the biggest story that's going on right now in the news pretty big news story go ahead Chinese spy balloon ridiculous did you see that there was possibly there was a report of another Chinese spy balloon over Mexico
0: I've heard of potentially another one out there I don't know if it's been confirmed or verified I just know of the one that it's
1: certainly not in the news i saw a headline of it i believe yesterday um right after they shot down the one and then i saw another headline about there being another what another spy balloon over mexico um but today whenever i was typing shit in there's no report of a second uh, spy balloon and it's not on the news so i questioned whether or not that that was accurate what do you take take away from this spy balloon? Do you think that it's blown out of proportion? Uh, oh, absolutely.
0: 100%. It's re- right?
1: Yeah.
0: It's-, it's absolutely. Re- Our politics has gotten so stupid that, yes, it, this has absolutely just been completely blown out of proportion. There's people out there thinking they're going to go out there and shoot the balloon. The balloon is 66,000 feet up in the air. Yes. Yes. It's just because it's it's unbelievably stupid.
1: Yes, so stupid. Donald Trump Jr. said something along the lines of uh, paraphrasing that if Biden's administration isn't going to shoot it down, I'm sure the good people of Wyoming can take care of it themselves. They, I'm sure, they've got the means to do so. And it's like DJ Jr., you dumb shit. Sixty thousand feet in the air. The good people of Wyoming are going to pull out their rifles, their AKs, their handguns. They are not going to hit the goddamn balloon sixty thousand. The dang, the the military struggles to shoot that down because their planes, the F twenty two, which is the most uh, advanced fighter jet that they have, isn't built to fly above fifty thousand. Now it can. And, but it's not conducive for proper flight and safety. Uh, The missiles that are on our airplanes are not designed to fly and work at 60,000 feet. So even shooting it down isn't quite the easy task that everybody thinks. But for Donald Jr. to think that the good citizens of Wyoming, probably the patriots of Wyoming, are able to take care of it themselves is ridiculous, you dumb shit. Who, doesn't somebody say, no, don't tweet that, you dumb fuck? You're making us look stupid? You're bringing down the property value that's already trash in the Trump name, you dumb fuck?
0: (laughs) I think part of it was, it was an opportunity, it was an opportunity maybe for them to brag about how much they love guns, perhaps. Um, and then how much they love guns and how much they just hate Biden, right? So, sure. and I think that maybe we had to do the, the funny stuff was politicians who actually took pictures of themselves holding a gun. Um, uh, you're like, we'll take care of it. Biden's uh. not gonna get that like, what are y'all? You all are so stupid. And there has to be video out there, there has to be video out there of people actually trying to shoot the balloon, right? There has to be videos. I haven't seen any yet. But there has to be videos. Somebody definitely recorded it and put it on the internet. Probably on TikTok, which is how China really spies on us and gets all our information and details. But it's got to be out. But yeah, it's just a ridiculous story. That's 100% correct. That's
1: exactly what I wrote down in the uh, Off the Rails Topics, Links, and Other BS shared document. That TikTok doesn't need fucking weather balloons, doesn't need spy balloons 60,000 feet over the United States. They've got fucking TikTok. TikTok gives them more information than those goddamn spy balloons are ever going to do. And what about Google Earth? The most powerful... I can fucking zoom in on anything down to goddamn 10 feet off of the ground and they're worried about a fucking spy balloon? Come on!
0: Yeah, it dominated the news cycle. It really did. Uh, you it just put that-
1: a panic. It you put are-
0: a yeah just yeah incredible fucking spy
1: balloon i loved it did you see snl by chance last night
0: no did not watch it
1: i don't watch it live i was at the bar but i did set up the dvr to record and they did a funny segment with the spy balloon where they shot it down and the balloon uh was in the water and uh and it was like you know it had a character who was the balloon um Ugh. I can't, unfortunately, I can't go in depth as to how funny it was or what they said, but I highly recommend that you YouTube the SNL Spy Balloon skit. It's pretty funny.
0: We will check that out for sure. We usually watch it on Sunday morning. We did not watch it this morning. I'm going through my Oscar movie list, so I think uh, that got in the way. I did watch the movie you brought up on the last episode, Doug, Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. What a wild fucking trip of a movie that is.
1: (laughs) what a wild fucking trip of a movie that is indeed now unfortunately i still haven't seen the first 15 or 20 minutes of it but my god i knew that i was in a world of fucking make-believe weirdness of what the fuck was going on in the mind of the writer of this movie when they were in that fight scene in the office and the butt plugs came into play
0: yeah yeah (laughs)
1: At this point in time, I actually paused the television, started cracking the fuck up, and was like looking around like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? Who wrote this movie? What mindset? It's just like we talked about with the Red Cherry, whatever, that was on Netflix with the side vagina. The minds of these writers is astonishing. I'd love to be sitting in and, and, and with the discussion of something like that. What the fuck? What a crazy movie that was.
0: It really was. And it was really, it's it's a two-hour fight scene um, with some dialogue mixed. I don't, un, like, you're right. The Where the mind of the writer or writers was and the fact that the director and the producer of the movie were able to put that into action with all and, and the actors, I'm like, it's a crazy creative, unbelievably original. To me, I'm watching, I'm like, it's crazy to me that this is even nominated for an Oscar like it didn't. It just didn't seem like one of the, one of those type of movies you see that it's going to be nominated for best picture because yeah. it's just so freaking far out there. Yeah. It's so it's just it it blew my mind. Blew my and, mind.
1: And you're right. And I thought the exact same thing about how the the fact that they were able to bring this to fruition, that they were able to take the images and visions and words that were uh, on the paper and in the creators, the writers, the visionaries' minds, and put it on film and make it come out to probably better than they imagined it would have is absolutely mind-boggling. It's, it's impressive. Um, and it's just, oh, it's a crazy fucking movie that I need to watch again. Cause I'm not quite sure I understood what even I even watched the first time.
0: Oh, there's um, no chance. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I was just, uh, I was, yeah, no chance. I was like, I, 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 I need to do some acid and shrooms, I think. And, Perhaps I will get an understanding of what the hell is going on in this movie. That. But I basically would- uh, go ch- check it out. Cause it will it will blow you away. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you watched it. I
1: believe there was another task that I needed you to do other than watch that movie, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, so that's all we good. Bring that up, yeah. <laughs> um, I was hoping maybe when I said that you'd remember, but you didn't um one of the things you wrote on your list that i want you to cover for us is uh, i saw the i saw something about it but i didn't really read it about the son who used his father's cell phone and ordered over one thousand dollars worth of food on grubhub and grubhub helping out promotional scam you wrote
0: yeah so here's the thing with it so a six-year-old kid took his dad's phone. His dad was busy either watching TV, doing something different. Um, kind of the same thing I do when I, I'll just hand my phone over to Pearl at sometimes kind of gets her to focus just on something else instead of screaming and going wild or running amok muck through the house. But somehow this kid was able to order $1,000 worth of food off of Grubhub. And you start reading through the article and then you see that Grubhub is actually going to give them a thousand dollar gift card now, on top of that, they're going to use them in some pr- pr- promotional, uh, uh, um, promotional uh, commercials, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, is this staged? Like, is this a real story? Like, it just doesn't add up to me. But perhaps it does. I think it, to me, it's it's creative. Um, I'm trying to get to where it, it will. Sh- it, he ordered like three hundred and twenty-eight dollars worth of pizza from a pizza restaurant. He he went to like eight different restaurants and ordered food um The dad got some type of fraud alert from a credit card. That's how he was able to stop it, but it was too late at that point because food was already showing up to his house. Uh, so it's just kind of a a wild, weird, wacky story. Do we know what the six year old's intent was? I mean, did the kid know what he was doing? So the mom claims that the kid's really smart um, and he understands how the phone and the internet works. But I don't. I don't think there's any way to say that the kid knew. Uh, it registered that he was just ordering a bunch of food. I think the purpose of him getting the phone was to play some games. And that's what the dad thought he was doing. But instead of playing games, he was, he was ordering food. It that's in. You- so a uh, child goes to town ordering jumbo shrimp pizza in Shawarma with 25% tips for each delivery. Good for him. him. Yeah. A Michigan man said he was left with a thousand dollar bill after ordering a virtual smorgasbord of food from several restaurants, maybe a starring role in, in an ad campaign. This is where my conspiracy mind starts ticking in. This is good, good This is good for Grubhub. Free publicity. Uh, Keith Stonehouse said the food piled up quickly at his Detroit area home Saturday night after he let his son Mason use his cell phone to play a game before bed. The youngster instead used his father's Grubhub account to order food from one restaurant after another. another offering a generous 25% tip for each. How does he do that? Uh, The boy's mother told the AP on Thursday that Grubhub has reached out to the family and offered them a $1,000 gift card. Also considering using the family in an online promotional campaign, Grubhub officials did not immediately respond. Um, Said he was alone with his son while his wife was at the movies when Mason ordered jumbo shrimp salad, shawarma, and chicken pita sandwiches (laughs) fries, and other foods that one Grubhub driver After another delivered to their Chesterfield Township home, Uh, security camera footage showed them all coming to the door one by one. Something out of a Saturday Night Live skit, his dad said, I don't find it funny yet, but I can laugh with people a little bit. It's a lot of money. It kind of came out of nowhere. His son ordered food from so many different places that Chase Banks sent him a fraud alert, uh, declining a $439 order from Happy's Pizza. Uh, but Mason's $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant went through and arrived at the family's house. Uh, it took uh, the arrival of a few orders of food for him to realize what was going on. By that time, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders from coming.
1: That's amazing. It's shawarma.
0: Um, I've never heard of that word in my life. I have no idea what that is.
1: Shawarma. It's the, It's when the, they they take uh, thinly sliced raw meats that have been marinated and they pile it up on a spit in the form of a cone. And then, like when you go get your kebab, your gyro. that meat that's on the gyro that they slice down, it spins in circles, it's got the heating element behind it to warm up the meat. I'm pretty confident that when you take layers of meat, whether it's chicken or beef or what have you, and then you put it on that spit and then you shave downward, that's what shawarma is
0: interested have you had
1: some shawarma uh i think so i'm not 100 sure there's actually a new restaurant just opened up here in town um called shawarma something and it's called put, shawarma. yeah like shawarma chef shawarma something shawarma yes that's exactly what it's called
0: this says this says uh Uh, The wife and her husband had a talk with Mason on Sunday morning and told him what he did was akin to stealing. I don't think he grasped the concept. So to drive the point home, she and her husband opened up Mason's piggy bank and pocketed the $115 he had gotten for his birthday in November, telling him the money would go to replenish their accounts. (laughs)
1: Dang. Kid doesn't understand the value of money, doesn't understand money or anything, and they jacked. The only thing the kid knows is he's got money. It's his doesn't even understand what a hundred dollars is versus five dollars and they they took it from them it's their fault yeah. put the give the kid yeah. his money back
0: they i think to help eat some of it
1: i don't think i don't think it's uh a ploy i don't think your your conspiracy theory i don't envision that because uh they're only getting a gift card like thanks what about the thousand dollars that we can't recoup because our son did what he did? You're giving me a thousand dollar gift card for food. I appreciate that, but it doesn't put a thousand dollars back
0: in my bank account. Well, they're also getting a promotional campaign, apparently.
1: Possibly. It doesn't say that they are, it says that it's possible. <laughs> that.
0: What? I was, you were cutting out while I was talking. What did yeah, you surely said? they can get paid for the promotional campaign.
1: Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong. You said that it was a, it was, it wasn't a for sure thing that they're thinking about it. That's a possibility,
0: not confirmed.
1: See, yeah, that's crazy. Now you being the father of two children, um, you your oldest daughter, uh, your oldest daughter. You only have one daughter. I
0: only um, have one daughter.
1: How old is Pearl?
0: Uh, she's about to turn three, coming up pretty soon. So, so she's two right now. Does she?
1: She's got screens. These kids have screens already.
0: Yeah, she understands screens. Uh she knows uh she she knows what the YouTube uh for kids app looks like. She knows how to open it. She knows the
1: uh on a cell phone or via like a tablet
0: only? Uh cell phone and tablet and she knows how to get to the app on our television as well. <laughs> yeah. What are you <laughs> do you
1: worry something like this could happen to you guys?
0: Uh, I don't think I'd have worried about it beforehand, but uh, now, yeah, that's certainly something that's uh, I don't really know how to monitor it except to not have her with my phone. She, I mean, she's called, she's Facetime people before. Uh, she Facetime. I think I told you the story like a, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, one of my uh, high school friends who we are now enemies. Uh, we 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 you know him. Uh, yes, we we stopped being friends. But he's on my messenger list uh, from a conversation for like seven years ago. Somehow yeah. she found that messenger uh, uh, conversation and she FaceTimed him, and it was early in the morning, and all I could hear was "Hello, did you mean to call me?" <laughs> and I had to take it. and was like, "Nope, sorry," and then I hung up the phone. And I was like, "Of all the people." <laughs> That's amazing. So That's I'm
1: talking about, man. You guys got to watch out. This shit is gonna happen. Uh, a friend of mine, her son, uh, he he fucked around and ordered a bunch of PlayStation shit. Was like, hey, got permission to do like one thing? Like, hey, mm-hmm. mom, can I can I order one upgrade, one skin, one something on fucking PlayStation online? Uh, she said yes, and then he fucked around and ordered like two, three hundred dollars worth of stuff. Uh, <sighs> Heads up! Watch out. That's
0: scary. We're gonna have to figure out. uh, We're gonna have to figure out a go around on that. Perhaps not have our credit card information stored on apps. Maybe that's the way to do it. We're we're definitely gonna have to come up with a plan for that for sure. William,
1: um, explain this Dallas Zoo issue stuff. I've seen on the news that there's been they've shut down the Dallas Zoo that there was an animal had gotten loose. but what else is going on with these Dallas Zoo issues?
0: Well, so uh, they've made an arrest. So after the, uh, it was like a leopard um, of some sort was uh, found outside of its habitat or habitat, whatever the hell you call it. Um, they had shut down the zoo in order to find that leopard. And they eventually found it as it went back into its uh, cage or whatever the hell they call it. Um, but they found that a fence, surrounding that area had been opened up and that's how he escaped. And then they realized like within a week that two monkeys had been stolen. Um, and so they've, they've actually, there's, um, I'm trying to get to the story. <clears throat> tampered, tampered with leopard, Langor monkeys, enclosure. Also, they've, they've had a vulture, uh, get killed in what they believe was suspicious circumstances. Jesus. So they don't know if it was related to this particular guy or not. Uh, he's a 24-year-old. Uh, he's a man arrested in the suspected theft of a pair a pair of Emperor Tamarin monkeys uh, they found in his closet. Uh, they also found that he allegedly involved in tampering with other habitats in the zoo. He was arrested on Thursday of six counts of non-livestock non-livest- animal cruelty in connection with the monkeys. Uh, He was taken into custody at the Dallas World Aquarium, where they believe he was about to do something at that place. He was looking to commit another crime. Uh, The monkey's disappearance followed a series of suspicious incidents at the zoo in recent weeks involving the leopard, the monkeys, the vulture, all of which led to a hike in security, including more cameras, patrols, and overnight staff. Uh, A a lappet-faced vulture was found dead in its habitat at the zoo on January 21st. Uh, Urban's not currently charged in connection with that animal's death, but authorities are continuing to investigate. Uh, the police declined to spe- speak about specifics of the investigation, including a possible motive. I don't think they have a motive at this point. Uh, they do believe they know what happened to the Tamarins. We're aware of how he got the monkeys out. So he's being held on $25,000 bond. So what animals did he... So he
1: let an a leopard out?
0: Yeah, he, uh, he, he uh, cut... Uh, into the fencing of the enclosure of the leopard. And that's how the leopard got out.
1: Right. So we've got a normal zoo day at Dallas. Everybody's running around with their families and have fun zoo time. And all of a sudden they realize there's a leopard roaming the park.
0: Yeah. I think when the, uh, the, the keepers went to feed him or do something with him, they realized that he was out at that point. It was a code red and they had to shut down the zoo became quite a Twitter story. Um, and Twitter becomes funny with stuff like that. But so then,
1: really so then after they realized the leopard has uh, is out of its enclosure, um, what was the next animal sequence?
0: I think the vulture was next, but the, the tamarind monkeys went missing Monday from the habitat. Go.
1: So the vulture, what was the deal with the vulture? It was set free as well?
0: No, it was killed. It died. They oh. found the vulture dead. Um, let me see if I can get to it. Um, to where they, they kind of go back and forth here. Uh, so we've got a leopard
1: let f- free. We've got a murked uh, murdered uh, bu- a bird, buzzard. And then after that, he jacked allegedly two monkeys that were missing. <laughs> so then they realized we're missing two monkeys. We've got a leopard that was set free. We've got it and put it away. We've got a giant bird that's been murdered. And now we notice that two of our monkeys are
0: missing. That's correct uh the the bird's death was suspicious and it had suffered an unusual wound and injuries wow what
1: is this guy's fucking problem i wonder that's i can't it. wait to hear the story on what his deal is he's
0: got to have been an
1: employee right that's a disgruntled employee
0: he has, he has no connection to the zoo interesting yeah 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 uh, the monkeys lost a bit of weight, but they showed no signs of injury and both started eating and drinking almost immediately once the team completed health exams on Tuesday nights.
1: And he had the monkeys in his closet?
0: Yeah, one of the missing monkeys was found in the closet of an abandoned home. How that would happen, I don't, I, I don't know how you come across that monkey in an abandoned home. Noises. It's got to be
1: that that monkey was making some shrill-ass loud noises and somebody called and said, hey, we've got some uh, some weird fucking animal noises coming out of this abandoned house. They
0: That's were found at an abandoned home in Lancaster, Texas, about 15 miles away from the zoo. Surveillance footage helped lead to a tip that led police to the monkeys at the home. Upon their return to the zoo, the monkeys were put into quarantine. Um,
1: I want it to be said officially that I now am enjoying this cutthroat uh, nice. pina colada now that nice. it's been soaking in some ice. And good. kind of getting watered down a little bit. I'm finding 13. it to be very delicious and I may right. be feeling it already.
0: Absolutely. Thirteen percent, you're gonna feel that immediately. That's so good. Thirteen percent for three dollars and fifty cents. Let's go. Speaking of feeling it, what do
1: you think about the new movie coming out called Cocaine Bear? Have we talked about that yet?
0: I don't think we've talked about it, but, man, does it look great. It looks absolutely great.
1: Doesn't absolutely look – I agree with you. I saw the first preview of it months ago, and I thought it was a joke. I thought, okay, well, this is some sort of uh, comical – what is this, an SNL commercial? What I mean, what's going on here? This can't be real. Holy shit. They've got some pretty big-name actors in this commercial. Holy shit, this is an actual fucking movie. Holy shit, they're claiming this is based off of real life events. Got mm-hmm. me on the Google, had to find out Cocaine Bear. Unfucking believable. In 1982, cocaine smugglers threw cocaine out of an airplane. This fucking bear came across it and fucking smashed like 20 kilos or four kilos or just an ungodly amount of cocaine. Mm
0: hmm.
1: And unfortunately, unlike the movie, in real life, it just died. Yeah. But when I found out that it was uh, loosely based off of a true story, uh, and I hadn't done the research, I thought, holy shit, this is amazing. This bear got fucking coked up and fucking went on a terror spree and just ran run through. Ramshack? Run shot? Ram Run.
0: Ram. Ramshack, Ramshack. I think it's Ram.
1: Ramshacked. The bear ran, ran, ran. I ram, think
0: the- R A M like a like a goat, I like just, a, a ram. Ramshacked.
1: The bear went ramshack. The bear was. <laughs> I think it's fucking great. I know a guy that may be renting out a theater on the day that it comes out here in town, um, so that we can go to it, and I hope that that comes to fruition.
0: Wow. Uh, it comes out on February 24th. Uh, yep. The thing that got my interest was that Elizabeth Banks directed the movie. That's wild. She did she did the uh, what's that singing movie? They made like four of them. Uh she was big in that. She was Pitch. Also in Scrub. what? What? Pitch. Pitch? Right, Pitch perfect. Oh, yeah, she was Yeah, she's big on that. She was in Scrub. She was uh Dr uh uh she was uh, uh JD's uh girlfriend baby mama. Uh, so she was great in that. I, I definitely, after watching the preview, did not expect to see Elizabeth Banks directing that movie. So I can't, I can't wait. I'm not going to be able to see it in a theater, but I'm sure it will be streamed online to, to immediately see. Yeah.
1: If you don't know about it, ladies and gentlemen, February 24th, Cocaine Bear, loosely based off of a true story. Get out there uh, and make it a, definitely a movie that you go see. I can't wait to see it. It's yeah. hopefully going to be fantastic.
0: Speaking of bears, have you seen the Winnie the Boo, Winnie the Boo, Winnie the Pooh's uh, horror film coming out?
1: I think maybe I've seen a bit of a preview for it and then I stopped it because I didn't give a shit.
0: What? I want to watch Cocaine Bear in the Winnie the Pooh horror film back to back. That's what I'm going for. It's called Blood and Honey. And is it, is it, what is it? What's it about? Is it really Winnie the Pooh? What is it? yeah Winnie the Pooh blood and honey it's Winnie the Pooh. It's a two thousand three independent slasher film written and directed by Rise Frank Waterfield is directorial debut uh let's see let's see the film serves as a horror retelling of the Winnie the Pooh books and stars Craig David Dowsett as Winnie the Pooh and Chris Cordell's piglet. Uh, with Nikolai Leon, Maria Taylor, Natasha Rose, blah, 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 and Daniel Ronald in supporting roles. It follows Pooh and Piglet, who have now become feral and bloodthirsty murderers, <laughs> and plays a group of young university women and adult Christopher Robin when he returns to the 100-acre wood years later after leaving for college. Come on, Doug. That sounds that's cool. That sounds fantastic. Okay. February fifteenth, the week before Cocaine Bear. So I'm definitely gonna wait. I'm gonna watch Cocaine Bear and Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey, or what it raw blood, yeah, Blood and Honey. I'm going wa- I'm definitely watching that back to back. If I can get to a theater, I'm doing it somehow, some way. I'm gonna see them back to back.
1: This is fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait to see this. Um, dang, that made me think of something else, and then I just lost it. Son of a bitch um let's see here we're at an hour we've gone one hour do we want to wrap it up right there wrap it up you said 45 minutes let's call it let's call it good call it good what do you think about tom brady making 375 million dollars over the next 10 years of broadcast more than he made in his football career
0: i think it makes sense football is a money maker anybody who's in football is making tons of money tom Brady's one of the best hopefully he's good at his job because uh people are starting to turn on tony romo now after he got his big money so he better be good um, I don't know if it's guaranteed or not, but,
1: you know. Why are people turning on Tony Romo? I saw something about a headline about the news. The executives wanted to have a uh, have an intervention
0: with Tony they Romo. Really like his, uh, apparently they don't like his uh, work ethic um, and his preparedness for uh, the football games that he calls. I think he's fine. Uh, I don't make a big deal about announcers. I usually watch the game. I can tune out the announcers pretty good. I have to hear them talk, but I'm not really paying attention like so many people are. Um, I think Tony Romo was fine, and I'm sure Tom Brady. He's very knowledgeable of the game. Obviously, he's got 23 years of experience. I think he'll be fine as well. It's- yeah. So
1: you just—they're just background noise.
0: Yeah, for the most part. I don't—I don't want to watch it on mute, uh, but I also don't really pay close. Like fan bases who are like this announcer is biased against our team. I just don't—I don't pay attention to that stuff. I think it's ridiculous. So it's just background noise.
1: I think ten years, three hundred seventy-five million dollars for him to broadcast is absolutely atrocious. I don't think. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think it's warranted. I don't. I don't. No, nobody's making that kind of money. I think it's ridiculous, and I don't. I don't support it.
0: <laughs> but Doug, the the broadcasts are making tens of millions of dollars. I mean. Last week, the two games, I think, were both watched by 45 million-plus people. Uh, that's a lot of advertising dollars. If, if Tom Brady and the announcers aren't getting the money, that just means the big wigs are getting the money. So I'm fine with the money being spread around.
1: I did before I came in here to, to start recording. I, I walked by the television and saw Pat McAfee um, was the commentator, along with a um, college guy, I can't think of his name, uh, for the Pro Bowl right now. Oh, okay, and I love the fact that Pat McAfee's wearing like a purple sports coat suit jacket with clearly a black wife beater underneath it. He's got on his fat gold chain, his beautiful gold presidential Rolex, and like a fucking pinky ring um, on camera. While the other guy, Kirk Herbstreit, maybe is uh, go. got his normal well dressed suit and tie, and then you got Pat McAfee just fucking pimped out. I love Pat. I mean, McAfee.
0: McAfee's having. McAfee's rolling. Uh, He's he's really good at what he does. He he came back to WWE last week for the Royal Rumble call. And uh, I was like, yeah, it's good to have McAfee back. He's he's just really good at what he does. So it's a dude that deserves the money.
1: McAfee's crushing it. Just like we crushed this episode. William, thanks for joining. Uh, Two weeks, we did another one. Hour and three minutes. Let's see if we can make it again next week, if not within two weeks. We appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for tuning in. And uh we're out. Let him We're Dog and Will and we are off the
0: way off the-